Hello, everyone, and welcome to NFT Tales, our podcast about our adventures in NFT land. My name is Jonathan Smith. And I'm Jeremy Craig. And we're coming back to you after a little break to kind of change things up a little bit. So let's talk about it real quick. Um, so up until now, me, Jeremy, for Bit There Rosio, we've been doing the pure audio only uh, podcast, trying to make it so that, you know, we can connect with the greater Web3 community. And we really appreciate everyone who's come on. We're not stopping the podcast, but we're changing up a little bit about how things are done. So anyone who's a regular listener of this podcast know there's basically two parts of it. There is the current events and then me and Jeremy basically talking about something. At least that's how we framed it up. Whether or whenever Rosie was on, like she did her horoscope or I'll go to rant about solar or blockchain or something like that. That's what it was all about. Right, Jeremy? Like it was like current events and the other side of it. Right. So what we want to do is maybe make this podcast so we know that times are a little bit different everyone's pivoting we're building ourselves and so and we're going to do a weekly podcast of just the news segment so shorter podcasts more digestible easier to listen to of just current events going on in mt land and then we're going to continue to do the recording with for the full podcast with all the extra information but that's going to be on a now YouTube video. So right now we're recording ourselves on a camera. And so that way we'll have video content. We'll post on the podcast, Twitter, how to get on that YouTube channel and subscribe. So if you want to continue listening to the podcast, we'll still have that. It'll just be a little shorter, be more uh, current events. If you want to hear all the other stuff we have going on, that'll be on YouTube. And so, yay. Yes, sir. So hopefully you'll like that. Let's take a break real quick. All right, Jeremy, current events, news. What would you say is the most relevant news right now? I think we're all thinking the same thing. Yeah, where are your waiters? There's blood in the streets. It's even worse than that, right? Yeah. I mean, that's me trying not to be as negative Nancy as I normally am. So uh, it's definitely worse than that. Um, It's about as worse as it's been. Yeah, maybe about as worse as it's been. This definitely feels worse than any kind of down draft that we experienced last year. You know what else I'll say, though, I personally think? Like, as someone who feels very empathetic for people, you know, what it feels like this time around, there was a lot of people that continue, you know, got burned, continue to be burned, whatever. And for those people... You know, some of them left the space, most of them left the space. And you've just seen kind of the space contract. And some people have posted their pain online and they've come out and said, you know, their losses or what's going on. Well, other ones are just gone. And I really feel for the ones that are gone. I hope everyone's okay. If you're listening to this podcast and you find yourself upside down on your backs or something, it's not a situation in life that you can easily deal with, then definitely reach out for help or whatever. You know, like the door is open in many places. And so... Just, you know, reach out to someone that you trust and care about, because honestly, I know that's kind of what's going on for a lot of people. That's the relevant news, right? You know, is how the market's been down lately. Um, there's individual points of failure that we can point to, like the how the Luna stablecoin crashed out. I think we talked about that. That happened last time we actually on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that hit me today that was really sad was the Celsius withdrawal hold back i don't know exactly what's going on there 
but usually that sort of thing doesn't happen unless there's going to be some sort of reckoning that's going on. You know, in this space, there's always been the centralized exchanges that are businesses versus the DeFi decentralized um, markets, right? And whenever I think of decentralized, I think of like Compound is the big example that I always point to where you can lend money and all that on, on there. But it was more complicated. You had to have the two pools and you could have loss and permanence. And, you know, you play with real DeFi and you suddenly have to learn about terms that you don't know about. But with not only, you know, Celsius, but there was Nexo and Nexio or whatever and, mm-hmm. you know, Bitly and just things like Crypto.com and exchanges like Kraken and Coinbase that offer staking and rewards and all that. It's the same concept that you're kind of trusting on these companies to make these bets that can promise those type of returns because where are those returns coming from, right? Like if it's not transparent in the market or on the blockchain, then you're kind of just trusting the corporation to do well. And I don't know, I felt real bad. One one guy was talking about how he had like 25% of his crypto in Celsius today. And mm-hmm. you know, I would hate to be in that shoes, but that was one that a lot of people trust. And I think that's going to mess a lot of people up. So that's, that is the, definitely the big current event for me is how, these different things are crashing, kind of, sort of. I read a tweet that says, first it's slow, then fast, and it's starting to feel fast a little bit as things are reckoning. I don't know. You kind of have a different opinion on it. You kind of like the reckoning, don't you? Uh, well, I mean, from the standpoint that it provides you know, generational wealth building opportunities, yeah. If you've got the capital now in USDT or or not TC, like if you actually had dollars, fiat, and you went into you know crypto here pretty soon, then yeah, it's it's an investment. Um, opportunity, but I don't know. I mean, it like that tweet I put out today that you responded to. I mean, a dude paid 300 ETH for that toad and sold it for 6.9. Like, screw the value of ETH, like, just the state of the market. Then you add in the value of ETH, and it's like, man, I, I've not been around long enough to say I've been through one of these. So I'm trying to sit idly by and know that it's going to come back around, but. I have no clue how long it's going to take. It reminds me a lot of the crash of 18. I've seen people compare to that. And I actually, I have, I could wear the t-shirt. I survived the crash of 2018. I survived it, people. I walked the F away. I didn't sell. I didn't panic. But also I didn't make like smart moves. Like Jeremy's right. There's moves I could have made then. Like as it came down, I could have flipped into Bitcoin or something that had a better performance the last couple of years or whatever up until kind of recently. You know, I could have increased my bag, but I didn't. And whenever I came back around to ETH and crypto and doing things, um, oh, hey, it was back again or whatever, right? Like, so I'm not going to pretend to be some savant. It's more I'm a quitter in this one time in life. You know, your parents always say, don't be a quitter. Or you watch the football shows where the dad get in the son's face. Don't be a quitter, son. You won't ever mount to anything. It's the only thing that's ever worked for me in life is quitting. <laughs> Just walking away and saying, I don't want to deal with this anymore. You know, I, I whatever. I'm just going to not think about it. And unfortunately, whenever you're in, you know, Web3, you kind of can't do that. Like, unless you're not going to get on Twitter, unless you're going to ignore, you know, kind of what's going on in your online social sphere. After a while, it kind of takes over in a way that crypto never did for me. And so definitely makes it hard to walk away. I know. What do you think, Jeremy? I mean, that's no lie. I went and bought sod today and tried to sod my backyard because it was 
one of those days. So yeah, it's, you know, do you hang around and sit there and stare at it and, and watch the price charts and, you know, wonder what, what could be the bottom or, you know, nothing basically. So yeah, I don't, I tried to disconnect today. I didn't want to go touch grass, but I did, you know, ironically. Literally like pallets of grass you paid for. So that's legit touch grass. Yeah. And I didn't have my truck, so I put it all on the back of the Passat. So, I mean, that was even more fun today. Oh, wow. L- listen to him. He's giving, that doesn't sound like Alpha. I'm not gonna call it <laughs> no, that's yeah. definitely not Alpha. Not Alpha. Don't do that. Not financial advice is what it no. sounds like. Yeah, actually, it, NFA. It, it, NFA that's, for sure. Luckily, I had some contractor NFA. bags and I took a razor blade and cut it in half and opened it up. So I, I had more or less a tarp and a contractor bag. So I didn't get too much dirt in my trunk. Well, bravo then. Bravo. Yeah. You know what? There is stuff that's going on in the market that isn't just all down and depressing. So let's talk about maybe some other news that's kind of going on. Um, So one thing that I definitely think we should talk about is the free mint boom. So describe that a little bit to people that maybe for somehow missed the free mint boom. I mean, so that is the new meta or the new, you know, trend was to have a free mint and then... You know, the free mints would come out with, we don't have a roadmap. We don't have a discord. Um, we're just here for the art. We're just here for the memes, whatever. So it started off, I guess, with Goblin Town. There's a couple of other ones. Um, I mean, I've had plenty of free mints in the past. And like yeah. uh, that free mint site that was being used, I've gotten ones before, before the Goblin thing or whatever. I think you're right, though. The Goblins is the key one. Because what happened was, is this Goblin one came out with art that was diametrically opposed to what we're usually seeing. Usually people try to draw things that look nice and pleasant. This was like goblins, like puking and things like that was the basis of the art. And it just kind of hit a nerve. It was just like the right thing at the right time. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, it it was naturally funny. I've talked about that plenty, you know, but also it got in the right spaces accidentally. It had a really organic growth. And then right as all that was coming together, they had those weird spaces where they talk like goblins. And that got passed around so much. A little clip of that was on my feed for like three days or something, you know. And, and I feel like that was a goop remix. Like that's what the goops did for like two hours when Daniel got this was just like goop, goop, goop. So, I mean, I, I guess that's the new trend is if you've got something viral, you just get into a Twitter space and make random noises for however long. You know, I think in this particular case, it was kind of, it just made it fun for people. Like they'd already seen the goblins in their feed so often. And then all of a sudden it had like a voice to the the terror or whatever. It just kind of popped. And then before we knew it, something that, you know, people were bragging about selling at 0.7 because it went down to 0.4 is at like four ETH or some crap right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it definitely, it had, and then after that, suddenly it became this breaking thing because mm-hmm. you have more things like that. So we had elves and you love the hobos and, with the, mm-hmm. and there's all these other ones that either have similar art or they do the similar font thing. I freaking hate the goblin font. Let me just say, Oh, I can't, I'm I can't so read glad it. I can't read that shit. You actually, cause you're in dark mode. I've learned if you copy it out and put it in the notepad, put it in white mode, it's barely legible, but no, okay. get the goblin font. It's just garbage. Uh, let's see what else. I actually uh, wondered that because I looked at some of them and I was like, I don't have a fucking clue what this says and I'm not going to sit there and try to zoom in and read it. So I gave up on all the goblin messages, but that's good to know that's because I'm in dark mode. 
You know, the way it works out is that it's fun. Like yeah. people have fun. It's one of those things where, I don't know, you just got to let people have their fun. And, and you can't begrudge what I've seen. So many people like, I can't believe in this thing, you know, goblins or whatever blowing up, but you can't begrudge that. Right. So. And I guess that's kind of what happened is all these communities said they were for community, but it was really just a bunch of paper chasers. And so these are some of the first communities that came out and being free mints, you know, it, it wasn't all about just the, the money. I mean, the hobos, play banjos you know so i make fun of the goblin goop noises or whatever but they'll literally be a a hobo spaces where it's just a banjo playing and i mean it's actually kind of fun like i'm not a banjo fan for the most part but i turned on more than one twitter space this week and and let it play you know in my headphones so it's it's the first community that i've been in a while that you know i got over 200 followers from them you know, in the past week and every one of my posts I make, they retweet and like and share. So it, it's the most interactive in community space. I've seen. Yeah. Energy in the space. So, um, well, I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and take a break. And then whenever we come back, let's talk about some different stuff. Let's get into some new things. All righty. So, what are we going to do that's new now? You know, I think what I really want to do, as you'll know, it's not all free mint season. There's still projects that are coming out that, you know, we're doing like a regular traditional mint. I mean, we've definitely, I look, I'm not making fun of the free mints. I got off on the binkies, little cute little free rabbits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it does. It is nice to see people that are just kind of building and doing traditional projects. Even the traditional projects, though, are pivoting, thinking of smaller sizes than 10k, thinking of different price points and that sort of thing. Right. And so, one that I'm super excited about that I have coming up is the, tomorrow. Actually, is minting Stardust Society, mm-hmm. which is maybe easily my favorite mint of the year. Um, so we have on here, Callie from the Stardust Society. And so we're going to talk to her a little bit about what's going on with that mint and just kind of what's going on in general. Uh, it's, except here's the thing. It's not Callie. It's Kaylee. Uh-huh. See, thinks it's like the state, but I'm here to correct it forever. It's actually Kaylee. What's up, Kaylee? So is there anything that's like a guiding philosophy for you at the way that you approach Web3 or, or just kind of anything you want to leave people with, I guess is what I'm going for there? Yeah, I mean, I guess if you've ever felt like you wanted to be an artist or try to be an artist, like this is the perfect sandbox for that um, because you don't have the expectations of the image you're trying to put out there. Um, and as someone who went to art school too, like you don't have to compete with like, Oh, where am I going to get a grant? Where am I going to like showcase it? What gallery am I going to reach out to? Because you are everything, right? You're the promoter, you're the artist, you're the gallerist. And then you get to see the profits from that through all the royalties. So this is the perfect sandbox to get out there and say like, Hey, I want to try this. And all I need to do is play. Um, And that's something that's just so 
uh, freeing from the world of art that we knew before. But then it also gives you the opportunity to do something a little bit more experiential as well, because you're reaching out to people directly for engagement. And it's not just like, oh, man, hopefully someone likes and buys my art, because a lot of it is the people that you're meeting in the community you're building. Um, so it's like this very cool, like, juxtaposition and intersection of moment where it all intersects. Um, and that's what I'm most excited about to see where Web3 goes. And I know John has heard me before. <laughs> you know, what I'm most excited about, speaking yeah. about this, meeting people. So yeah. anyone who's listening to this, watching this, whatever, coming to NFT NYC, yes. I'll be there. I'll be walking around. I'll have my frog on. Kaylee will be there. She'll be hosting the Stardust Society Reveal. Probably we'll be walking around together a lot of the time. Say hi. If you see the frog, say hi or tweet at me. If you're going, you want to meet up, you want to have coffee or something, let's talk. I'd love it. Let's do that, you know. Um, so we'll be there. We'll be having fun. Let's go and tell people where to find us. So you can find me at Poofy Hair Guy. No, not much anymore, but whatever. Um, I call myself the Cardboard Boxer. What about you, Jeremy? You can find me at Mr. Jerk Dake. And you can find me at Youthquake NFT. And then Stardust Society is... At Stardust underscore underscore NFT. So woo, we're looking forward to that minute out. We'll be talking to y'all soon. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah, pleasure definitely. meeting you. Yeah, you too.